Parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive dialogue. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode number 85, Feeling the Blues. And next month, it's going to be the Black and Blues. Huh? Huh? Yeah. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and this week I've really shuffled the deck of hosts. Uh, I'm Zach Logan, host of the Unofficial One Piece Podcast, former host of the Unofficial Tsunami Podcast, if anyone remembers that, which I'm sure you don't. And your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson, back from Banishment. And we also have a guest that we haven't had on the podcast before. Howdy. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your name? Yourself, oh, um, they call me Junior, um, Caboose Junior on uh, the Twitters and the YouTubes, and that's all I have to say. In other words, I the guy like... who steals all the Toonami promos and puts them on the internet. It makes them look really, really good, too. Mm-hmm. Bingo, bingo. You could probably use a better word than steal. <laughs> Borrow? Okay, I mean... <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, we're off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> well, Jose promised uh, Junior that he could be on the show at some point, and then it, you know, it slipped everyone's mind for a while, but I'm in the driver's yeah, okay. seat now, so we're making this it's happen. okay. I'm not that important. Some but he is disagree. a very important part of the community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're the Toonami Arsenal for the next generation. I think Not that's... Well, I mean, I do actually help out with the TDA occasionally. Oh, I mean, great. I, I, I made some the new uh, character images on the top re- left. Yeah, top left. I noticed those. Once again, proof that the Toonami community is friendly to each other, not abrasive. It's just the Anons who are abrasive. And speaking of which, uh, speaking of Anons, we have tons of those people in the Toonami Q&A, but we'll get to that soon enough. Yes, because as with all episodes this year, we're starting off with the Space Dandy Recap. Space Dandy Episode 8, The Lonely Pooch Planet Baby. The screenplay for this episode was by Keiko Nobumoto, who apparently has not worked on a show since Samurai Champloo, I believe I heard. Hmm. So this is a, a great return for her. Nice. The animation well... director, guest alien designer, storyboards, and unit direction were all done by Hiroshi... Shimizu. On the Funimation side, the head writer, of course, is John Bergmeier. The script writer is Jamie Markey. The ADR director is Zach Bolton. So what is that, like uh, three, four episodes in a row that uh, Zach has directed? 
Yeah, he's the main director. I think Joel mm-hmm. directs on the occasion. That's Joel McDonald, for those of you who haven't really been paying attention or are new to the Space Dandy recap. So, um, guys, questions, comments, concerns, conundrums about uh, Space Dandy. There's a lot of uh, throwbacks to the space race, actually, with the dog Laika. Uh, the dog I, was voiced by Caitlin Glass, actually. The so. actual space race, not the space race from the last episode. I, I was right. a little confused there for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. history's always been kind of my strong suit, so I can't, uh, so I always kind of expect everybody else to be keeping up with me, but I guess not. Okay. <laughs> it's just I, because yeah, the on. last episode was specifically a space race. Yes, exactly. A race in space. That flashbacks to Outlaw Star. The space race. <laughs> and yes, this is the actual historical race to space. Go ahead, Zach. What were you going to say? No, I, I know a lot of uh, people online pointed it out, but uh, obviously there was a uh, throwback to Cowboy Bebop uh, in this episode. I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, yeah. Yes, it okay. was the... Uh, I'm glad it was that obvious. <laughs> meow 8. Meow the Ganymedian Rock the Lobster Monster. from Toys in the Attic. Yes, well, the, he was trying to eat. Did he successfully eat? No, he did. Uh, he yes, succeeded. No, he Okay, I forgot about that part. <laughs> yes, the Ganym- the spawn of the rotten Ganymedian rock lobster. <laughs> Yay, that's a little something for all you people. Not enough Cowboy Bebop for you? Well, there, there's a nice little throwback for you. Well, if you Cowboy- want to draw one more uh, parallel with Bebop, um, I, it seems like uh, Watanabe actually really likes, you know, if he's going to be in space, he draws some parallels to the historical aspects of space. We had the one with uh, the... Uh, we had the whole Cowboy Bebop episode with the actual uh, spaceship, the one that, uh, the one where there was an accident, I think, in two thousand four, and I'm forgetting the name. It's not the Columbia. Um, um, are you thinking of Challenger? Challenger, right? Yeah, because that wasn't in two thousand four. That was in like nineteen eighty six. No, no, no. Uh, so it was the Columbia. The Columbia was the one they had the Cowboy Bebop episode uh, with the Columbia, but a few years after it aired, there was a disaster with that uh, space yeah. shuttle as well. Um, I mean, the, Watanabe has drawn allusions to uh, you know real life, uh, the real life space program. Uh, both in Bebop and here. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as you said, Jim, earlier, it's it's really cool to see uh, parallels, though. Who knows when the hell we are in space, Dandy? So, <laughs> I, I don't think we care, and I don't think the show cares no, either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. You all should really just relax. That's for sure. Yes, exactly. So, uh, what do we got in the Tsunami Talkbacks for Space Dandy Sketch? Well, we should probably talk about the actual synopsis of this episode. Hmm. That's actually right. So, <laughs> Actually, Jim, you want to say it? Sure. Okay, so uh, the Aloha Oe is on this scrap metal planet, apparently. And they can, and uh, Dandy comes across a dog. Uh, the breed of the dog um, looks a little bit too much like a Shiba Inu, but they call it a Laika. Which, uh, ironically enough, Laika was the name of the first uh, animal in space. It was a dog sent up by the Soviet Union in Sputnik 2. However, as the show points out towards the end, uh, Sputnik 2 burned up upon reentry, uh, killing Laika in the process. Or did it? That's the thing. So, uh, Dandy grows attached to the dog, and um, apparently we, uh, in the B-plot, we find out there are a couple of... Uh, flea-like things on the on uh, Laika herself, 
And in the second half of the episode, these two, uh, I forget the names of the uh, alien species, but um, these two things, these two uh, flea-like beings cling onto Meow. And uh, after they die, the planet implodes for some reason. Because apparently those two things were the only thing keeping that planet of scrap metal alive. Much to QT's dismay because QT was really, really happy on that planet. Mm-hmm. That's it in, uh, that's in uh, five minutes or less. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's sad that uh, the dog died. Uh, I think anybody with like half a brain saw that coming, at least by the end of the episode. Cause everybody well, the was title singing. was called The Lonely oh, yeah. Pooch Planet. Baby. Yeah, exactly. And plus, they were emphasizing on the quote-unquote you will get during the episode. I said it again. <laughs> yeah, that kind of made me laugh because I remember I Sketches rants about that. Okay, Jamie Markey, you have my wrath. You have my wrath. And it John is... Bergmeier, you are not... You, you, are, you are equally guilty. It is a phrase that needs to just go away. Now, I hope people here got the South Park reference, which I believe was a reference to some other movie that I, I haven't watched before, with uh, the Flea episode, which was... Not one of my favorite South Park episodes, but we it's had that whole beeline. Winks, is it? <laughs> no, no, that's okay. a very different South Park episode. There was a whole South Park episode where they focused on the lives of fleas, and it was a oh, reference yeah. to global warming. That not one of my favorite South Park episodes, but uh, it was. It did. Hark, it kind of felt a lot like that because we had the uh, two brothers uh, that we were uh, introduced to in the first half and the focus of the second half uh, who were kind of like that. Um, but who knew that that would turn into a black hole? Yeah. I yeah, think there was also uh, allusions to the last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah. I think to... that was the case too. And they were those, uh, they, they were named. I don't remember the, the name that QT gave them, but in the credits, the Galacticons it, was the and something. it was the flea. Uh, Laflee, Elder, and Junior. Little brother, big brother. This episode was very segmented. There was like a first half about a, do a dog dying and a second half about two fleas that caused the a giant black hole. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it took like it was a long first half. I mean the yeah. original break didn't come in mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah, it really actually did feel um, pretty long. <laughs> it was. So yeah, yeah. It's... I, I enjoyed the second half a lot more too. Um, you did. I, I look. I love dogs. I, I will go on and on about it. I just thought it was a little slow. Um, and usually in mm. in Space Dandy, you know, it picks up in the second half. Anyway, uh, the second half was just off the wall, ridiculous, which is what I like about Space Dandy. So I I didn't I did not I did not enjoy the first half. Service but... for the ladies. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, we've been having that like the last few episodes too. I mean, in the last in the in the race episode, I don't have to tell you some of the uh -huh, hair from yeah, behind. Uh, <laughs> then there was the one before that where the underwear versus a uh, vest one, right? <laughs> yeah. Top I think we've bottoms. gotten a lot more man service than uh, I guess the opposite would be fan I, service. I think it's probably about even at this point. Yeah. Well, let's just say that Space Dandy is equal opportunity and uh, leave it I appreciate that. that. I mean, not many shows could say that. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Everyone's getting exploited. Yeah, it's, it's great. And oh, we right. uh, confirmed so, that Meow licks himself to clean himself. That's, that's mm -hmm. great. 
and also uh, he's he's a cat. Yeah, he's, maybe Beetlejuice. You see but he's why a cat. he's a cat. <laughs> he's uh-huh. a cat. Gets jealous of dogs. Got vote. Got emotional over the dog's death. Of course he did. He's so Sundare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like I so, like you or anything, dog. Baka. So, what were you guys' thoughts about them, like actually airing the uh, OP? The oh yeah, that's right. Um, lost the, the whole shuffle. That the open. Yes, they played the whole opening. Ninety seconds. Viva the uh, Viva Namida. Uh, which I believe is the name of the full opening. And um, unfortunately, because of that, we lost the next episode preview. See, fanboys who continue to complain that we don't air the full openings? I don't know what I meant we, but whatever. This is what happens. You lose something, and we lost the next episode preview. They actually said that that was a mistake, that they Mm, probably will get the episode preview back, but... Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't, they have, uh, I mean, you could go to Caboose's channel to find out, but they have those next episode previews that they run during the week. Right. And I see them, like, airing them on Sundays, like... I've seen it during Bob's Uh, Burgers, I think. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta record, like, the whole episodes of that, because, you know... You just never know when they're gonna pop up. Exactly. The amount of work this guy does for you people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the lineup promo, that aired, like, right before uh, the Boondocks, mm-hmm. and that aired, like, I guess, like, halfway through the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they started playing like, it. actually during the block. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> heard that's when it was. They started playing it during Blue Exorcist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. I didn't see it during Blue Exorcist, but that might have been because I was out of the room. So I've been seeing Toonami promos more during the week, which is very good news in general. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're seeing it. Mm-hmm. That was not the case just a year ago, even, I would say, or two years ago. Oh, yeah. Now, you're, you're lucky to even have uh, it being shown, like, right before the block. We're mm-hmm. lucky it's even there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't so. wait to see start seeing promos for Intruder 2. Ah, mm. yeah. Well, we unfortunately, it's a year away. I know. Yeah. <sighs> Forty fifteen. Yeah. But you know, guys, a year really isn't that long. Yeah, really. Not really. Not I don't really want to rush a whole year. I mean, we don't have all that many of those. No, ah. I just made that depressing. Um <laughs> 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 uh, looking at the Tsunami talkbacks for uh, Space Dandy, a lot of references to Leica, a lot of uh references to the uh rock lobster monster that Meow ate. Mm-hmm. So um people enjoying the split story. A uh, lot of uh, Sketch's favorite word on here. I won't say it because... Um, once I a... said it. What, what's he going to do about it? <laughs> He's seething. You wanted to hear him Don't scream agony again, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, give you the satisfaction. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Samro66 was probably my favorite tweet. Still continuing to avoid any... Uh, Hashtag Space Dandy still continuing to avoid any predictability, which I like. The longer intro is a nice addition. Hashtag Tsunami Talkback. Yeah, I I don't think most people realize that the intro they had been showing wasn't the actual intro. Including me at first, you know, and then I saw Tsunami Arsenal put down the full one, and I'm like, oh, there's a regular intro for this show. Okay, well, really there wasn't a lot for us to work with on Tsunami Talkback, but you guys know exactly what to do when you see stuff from Tsunami Talkback. Be sure to tweet stuff with that if you want us to 
talk about it or at least give a mention to it. Now, we are in a bit of a truncated schedule, and I know I'm hijacking the hosting ship from Sketch, but dang it, we are on a schedule. So we're moving on to the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. While we were doing the Space Dandy recap, it seems somebody escaped from Jose's basement again. Yes, I did. Hi, folks. Fuck you all. Oh, I'm sorry. I love y'all. So yeah, Doriel's here. <laughs> and now, on to the ratings. Tsunami ratings for February 15th, 2014. Space Dandy pulled in 1,370,000. Bleach pulled in 1,071,000. Naruto Shippuden pulled in 1,043,000. One Piece pulled in 947,000. Soul Eater, 840,000. Sword Art Online, the same, 840,000. Naruto, 650,000. Ghost in the Shell, 540,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, again, the same 540,000. Samurai Jack, 501,000. IGPX, 437,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars, the same as Samurai Jack, 501,000. And Inuyasha ends the night with a slight uptick of 503,000. I know Jose loves those IGPX ratings, though. <laughs> IGPX and an eh. Where, where did that joke go? Down south. Down to the 4.30 a.m. slot. Because I don't mind being honest. Yeah, honesty sucks. Yeah, IGPX is doing fine for 4.30. I think, I think everything is doing really well. Um, yeah. Uh, what, I mean, just because Paul does this, you know, to me every week, not personally, but I mean, <laughs> One Piece did beat, I believe, uh, yeah, beat Thunder Thundercats that week. And it did pretty well. I, 947, I think, is good. A point six is great. I was looking at ratings for, like, other networks. Like, they showed the top ten um, for, or no, they showed primetime schedules, I think, for the for the ratings recently. Entertainment Weekly sometimes puts them out. Mm-hmm. And if you compare them, Toonami does pretty well. I, I mean, I understand why Adult Swim was like the number one, you know, network in its time slot. Because when you see stuff like a million, 1.3 million people or 1.4 million people uh, watching something at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday night, I mean, we kind of forget the context. It's I think all of these shows are just doing so it's incredible. Ooh, it's impressive. To note, that particular episode of Space Dandy actually outrated the boondocks before it. Ooh. Super. And uh, Sword Art finished strong. It ranked number one in its time period with men 18 to 34. And One Piece also ranked number one in its time slot with men 18 to 24. And those were also the only again. highlights of the ratings that week. I'm going to say Spooky Impulse demos. Space. Ooh, I, don't, I don't know if Paul would personally be offended by that, but I'm just going to say it because it needs to be said. It's not like right? Paul doesn't like One Piece. He I just fuck with Paul really Dicks. likes Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's an original Thundercat fan like me, so I can understand. But, you know, I sometimes like the, the, old, the 
the old school got to give way to I the think, new. I school. think we all exactly. pretty much exactly. liked Thundercats. No, yeah. no one. I only got one anyway. Like... <laughs> hey, the hey. old one had its charm. I, I like the old one too. Hey, the old one got more seasons. Damn it! Well, that, yeah, that's, it, was, it got more than one. Yes, exactly. That, that show got like 130 episodes. Damn right. And one day I'm gonna own all of them. A lot. Like Pokemons. Huh. Yeah, the Pokemans. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemans. You know oh, as for the comparison to last year, at 11:30 the Boondocks pulled in 1,342,000. Bleach pulled in 1,241,000. Naruto pulled in 1,132,000. Thundercats pulled in 920,000. Samurai Seven 852,000. Symbionic Titan, 742,000. Eureka 7, 633,000. Tenchi GXP, 574,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 548,000. Cowboy Bebop, 511,000. Cowboy Bebop, 513,000. Inuyasha, 486,000. And Inuyasha, 500,000. And those were your ratings from last year. With the exception of IGPX, um, you know pretty steady throughout the uh, bottom half. Well, yeah. I don't know who did the per week differences, but I, I think it, it says One Piece is the only one who gained, but uh, as you said, Space Dandy did gain over the Boondocks, so I think there's a minus there instead of a plus. Yeah. Um, no, it, it gained over the Boondocks. It did. 370 over uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, I it think did gain just, over that Boondocks. It also gained over the Boondocks that aired before it... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! You have those full ratings. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool too. Yeah, it uh, yeah. it got the same household rating, but Space Dandy was slightly higher in. That's goals. that's awesome. That's really really cool. I didn't know that. Okay, that is pretty. That is actually very impressive. Yeah, here we come. Eleven o'clock. Woohoo! I'm yeah. So Eleven o'clock is gonna be nasty. <laughs> it's gonna be sloppy. Yeah. yeah. So. so for trending. Yes. You want to read this, lots Jim? Of trending. Yes, lots of trending. Um, it was actually a really tough night to trend because we had the uh, last night of the Winter Olympics to deal with, including UFC 170, which ended up being a massive disappointment from what I understand. But for the United States trends, we got both Toonami and Hashtag Toonami. The Wind Rises, which actually had a... Uh, trailer air during One Piece, which was actually very impressive and very uh, unexpected. But uh, I'm I've sure been, Jason... I've been seeing that seeing that trailer all over the place, so that's really good. All I, hail yeah. Miyazaki! Exactly. I've been seeing it in the morning news when I wake up. I see the wind rises. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow, yeah, on oh, CBS wow. and stuff. Yeah, we're not worthy. Yay. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I got didn't see uh, that because I've been watching on the stream, so I can watch in Uh-oh. the east. But darn. Yeah, I'm sure you'll see it at some point. But yes, uh, everybody get hype for uh, the new Miyazaki movie. Yeah, and I refuse yeah. to say it's his last because there will be something that will make him come out of retirement. The only way well, Miyazaki go is going to retire. Actually, the yeah, only reason promo is so freaking popular it got played during the hentai I was watching. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Um, the only way Miyazaki is permanently going to retire is when they carry him out of his studio, out of Studio Ghibli feet first. So... That's how Miyazaki's actually going to retire. I refuse to call The Wind Rises his last movie. Anyway, hashtag Space Dandy trended uh, both on the East and West Coast. Bleach, uh, we got Bleach, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Blue Exorcist, 
Soul Eater, Naruto, FMA Brotherhood, Samurai Jack, and Inuyasha. So basically everything except IGPX trended in the United States. Ghost Lucy. in the Shell too. Also, sorry, I don't think. Um, oh, I don't see Ghost in the Shell on here. Yeah. Um, hmm. The been, original. Oh no, there's the original Naruto. Sorry. Yeah, it sorry. might have been a uh, mobile app trend or something. Actually, you know what? I don't even see it there too. No, huh. I don't. Think uh, I don't did, see yeah. Star Wars: The Clone yeah. Wars either. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's. I, I don't think it's an indication of ratings all the time because sometimes. No, not really. It's just a question of you know how are people talking. Like I think on One Piece's not. best week, like two weeks ago, it didn't trend. So it was the yeah. only one that didn't trend. So it might have been. It might have been when um, Twitter was broken too. When you get right to when you think that's about true, it. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, like, broken Twitter always causes problems. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Um, for character trends, we got Luffy, Rin from Blue Exorcist, and Lord Death from Solier. And then uh, for worldwide trends, we got Space Dandy, Viva Namita from Space Dandy. Blue Exorcist hit number one worldwide trends, which wow. is uh, I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> downplay it. I don't want to make it sound like it's no big ship, no big thing. But usually when we get a new show premiering on Tsunami, that's usually what happens is we get people talking about it on the worldwide trends. And it ends up being, if not number one, then in the top three. And that's um, I think that's a big thing still. It's still big, yeah. It's just that um, it usually happens on the first episode of a new series. So, um, you know, I I don't want to make it sound like it's not a big deal, but um, I think it's um, it, it's a case of it being so new that uh, Twitter hasn't uh, hit it. Twitter's kind of like the Borg; it adapts. It um, yeah, exactly. Futile. Exactly. Thank you, thank you, Darrell. You're making me feel very good right about now. Oh, don't worry about it, sexy Jim. Just hearing your voice just gives me the fuzzlies. <laughs> it does for a lot of people, even professional voice actors. Just ask it, Jessica Calvello. Anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> Rin and Lord Death are your worldwide character trends. Rin from Blue Exorcist and Lord Death from Soul Eater, because what other anime was he going to be from? And then for your mobile app trends, we got Toonami and Hashtag Toonami. Uh, that was number six with 11.4K tweets. So anyway, uh, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Blue Exorcist, also on the West Coast. Uh, Rin from Blue Exorcist got 154.1 thousand tweets. Uh, Soul Eater, Lord Death, Naruto, and FMA Brotherhood. So uh, those are your trending rundown. That is your trending rundown for this week. And uh, all I got to say is uh, thank you guys for everything you guys do to keep this stuff straight because God knows I couldn't do that. I'm proud of the West Side for trending Blue Exorcist and Space Dandy. Hey, West Coast does. Uh, West Coast knows when to step up sometimes. Sometimes. East Coast sometimes. still does it better. Of course, Blue Exorcist had help. Oh, yeah. A lot of Mr. help. Mr. Bryce. Especially from, uh, yep, from Buddy Bryce. My very good friend, Bryce Pappenbrook. Because he's um, doing his duty, getting people to pay attention to the West Coast feed. Bryce is such a cheerleader for all the shows he's in. It's actually kind of admirable. I really, really like it. So that's it for your trending. And now we had the Toonami Q&A. They did their monthly Q&A on Sunday, kind of depending on when you're listening to this. In the future. <laughs> Yes. Greetings, Mighty Spacemen for the future. Here's something amazing. Not a lot of stuff going down in this Q&A. It was actually pretty weak, if I do say so myself. Uh, there was a lot of crappy Anon questions. You know, what do you guys hate Sword Art Online? Where's Dragon Ball Z? The, I know, do like, like the fact that they they pointed out twice, and I think only twice, that there are 
people asking questions on the Tumblr that aren't as informed as some people. Oh yeah, and I that's mean, fair. I will admit, you know, we yeah, weren't complete- always this knowledgeable about Toonami and the shows on it. You, you got to start somewhere. Not everybody gets to talk to a the second in command at Adult Swim uh, twice, once or twice a year. Started at from least. the bottom, made it to the top. <laughs> There's something else in there, isn't there, Darrell? <laughs> oh, the things I could say. <laughs> so uh, a lot of questions came up about Black Lagoon. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Black yeah, Lagoon, um, they have confirmed that they have the first two seasons. They do not have the OVA yet. That'll Jeez. depend on how it does. Dude, Black Lagoon is going to be lovely. Boobs, boobs, guns, uh, I swords, I they knives. also confirmed that Black Lagoon will be at 2 a.m. Yes, because uh, that's probably why they moved Soul Eater down. Well, they moved Soul Eater down because Blue Exorcist is a is a premiere in a in a different way. Blue, I mean, uh, Black Lagoon, though I love it with all my heart, has been around for a little while. Mm. Yes, yeah, dude, yeah. but it, you never get tired of. No, you don't. I could watch that. Dude, my mom is hooked on Black Lagoon. Like the first time I showed her that, she was like, "What the hell is this?" And Which, by the way, can I get it? Watch it again. <laughs> I used to me talk back. There were people that were happy to see an Anaplex show before two a.m. Anaplex. This actually be my first time ever watching it. Yeah, Blue Exorcist. It's a good show. Trust me. I've yeah, been... same with Blue Exorcist. I mean, Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, I've only There's seen about four episodes of Black Lagoon, but I can't wait to see more. I've got it Dude, on Blu-ray. It's it's offensive and awesome. Exactly. It's offensive like me. Awesomely awesome offensive. Basically, it's Darrell in the anime form. I knew, Darrell, that you were going to be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to feed into that, but I did. It's okay. Hey, look here, man. This is the one show that I see more people drinking alcohol and is actually considered cool. <laughs> Don't underestimate the liver of a Japanese businessman. <laughs> exactly. And a many have drunk me under the table. Lies like he's were. Which actually brings up the question, because uh, Corey, Corey uh, Radio, Radio Springy, Springy, at Radio mm-hmm. Springy, suggested that we maybe do Black Lagoon talkbacks instead of Blue Exorcist. So, you know, what are, what are people's thoughts on that? I say we let the fans decide. Now, I think we're going to get more conversation out of Black Lagoon, personally. Yeah. Yeah. But it you is really a series are. that has been around for a while. Regardless of the series being around, as long as it has been, it still catches your eye because I can watch Black Lagoon today and put it away for two weeks and watch it again and just have that same tingly feeling. But the OVA? Oh, God, jizz in my pants. Good. <laughs> Sorry. Roberta's Something blood to trail. Look forward to. Um, game reviews will mostly be on consoles unless uh, there's a PC game that is on Mac at the same time. Because they're Apple users for obvious reasons, you know, being video editors and stuff like that. Um, rubble, rubble, rubble. Rada, rada, rada. Rada, rada, rada. Yeah. Um, movies are forthcoming again. So um, the month of movies, you know, if you listen to the Jason uh, interview we did in December, um, the month of movies is probably going to be only for uh, times when ratings were going to be slow anyway, like, for example, December, the holiday season. You know, Please stuff like get redlined. I think uh, a lot of all of us who have seen Redline are saying the same thing. I've even had people that can um, in dealers rooms at conventions say they must get Redline. They absolutely um, have to get Redline. Pretty. I don't care what it takes. <laughs> that movie I mean, is you amazing. Got, you got, 
I mean, you got Sweet uh, JP freaking descending on Space Dandy. Uh, I was so that sad point. that they didn't play Redline the same week they had that Space Race episode. It would have yeah. been perfect. It was Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, a lot of people are expecting an announcement at Momocon. Uh, Toonami, as usual, is playing at Koi. Also, another question that I saw that was actually really good and actually kind of reassuring is that they said that, yes, we are able to play shows that have hour-long episodes so that might might just might open the door for gundam unicorn or helsing ultimate the two shows that were named in the person's question Mm. which um if they do get gundam unicorn uh i think i can hear jose squeeing from the uh three thousand miles away from uh miami to massachusetts oh miss me some gundam um, that would be, quite frankly, if they get Gundam Unicorn, it would be incredible if yes. they were to air that. Like, uh, maybe make it like a once a month thing, you know? All right. One more thing about Black Lagoon. They said that Funimation will be handling the edits. Yeah, hmm. I saw that. However, they also mentioned that in the case of edits, it's not always the distributor. It's not always them. It's it, it differs. Yeah. Well, in the case of Black Lagoon, if you're wondering about um, you know, the bleeps and everything like that. First of all, if you've ever seen Black Lagoon, the fucking short version on YouTube, you know that they yeah. drop F-bombs at least 250 times over they the drop, course of the show. It's probably like before we start, after we stop using the bleeps on the podcast, dude, all the F-bombs that we drop. Yeah, exactly. Um, at the same time, though, um, you know how Funimation also will re-record lines and stuff like that or redo the scripts. Uh, example being Dead Man Wonderland. After Minatsuki's torrent of cursing, there were in episode six there were no bleeps after that. And um, I actually talked with Greg Ayers about that briefly at Anime Boston last year. He said his words were, "Yeah, they kind of washed our mouths out with soap after that." <laughs> <laughs> but um, and, and actually viewing my DVDs and comparing them to the broadcast versions, uh, yeah, I counted at least like thirty to 40 times um, instances of things that could have, might have been bleeped uh, in Dead Man Wonderland the, uh, broadcast, if those DVD versions made it to the broadcast version. Um, but the thing is, with the show having been recorded in 2006, I believe, and by the Ocean Group, uh, you can't really re-record those. Yeah. So chances are it's just going to be bleeps and you're just going to deal with it. Exactly. So but you never know. What, uh, it sounds like maybe the only thing they have to bleep is the F bombs. Pretty much, because they've been playing. Uh, I shouldn't say they've been playing fast and loose with the uh, bleeps or anything like that. Um, I will say that, um, yeah, effectively they they aired Akira pretty much uncensored for the most part. Oh god. And so um, I have a feeling that we can expect more of the same from uh, Black Lagoon, because apparently. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully they don't not have gonna... to censor the S-bombs, because that would also add to... That would add that to the bleep just... count, and uh, that would basically make a bunch of people lose the Black Lagoon drinking games. But come on, bleeps yeah, are funny. Would... Yeah, uh, I... everybody I'm incredibly rare. I must be an incredibly rare yeah. specimen, because I find the bleeps uh, funnier than the actual curse. I usually do, too. It, <laughs> does, it doesn't take much imagination to figure out what they were saying. Oh, yeah, it's just hilarious, because I guess it's the how jarring that bleep is, you know, 
when Dude, I got a fucked up imagination anyway. So anything people say pretty much comes out some way other way in my ear anyway. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, how it's juxtaposed against regular speech when you get right down to it because it's just... quit using college words, Jim. Juxtapose is not allowed on this podcast. I'd say juxtapose is a high school word. I don't know if I'd say it's college words. Juxtapose. Hey, 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 hey! I had that in high school also. It came up again in college. Then it's both. Hey, words they might get used more than once. Look here, men of educated, educated backgrounds, just like myself. We will not be using college words, high school words. We will only be using preschool words on this freaking podcast. Now I got to go poopy. Yeah. Goo Gaga? <laughs> I was about to say, you're going to be limited to like six words if you do that. <laughs> Preschoolers can barely form sentences to word in the book. Dude, when I'm drinking, I'm reduced to about three. I think that is what Darrell was like when he was four. <laughs> I'm imagining it now. And it's scaring the hell out of me. Vodka. And then his mom <laughs> How smacked him swearing. No, Whoa. seriously. Uh, five years old, broke into a grandma liquor cabinet, drunk all the whiskey up with my cousin. Uh-oh. How are you alive? Uh, I'm a Maddox. It just happens. <laughs> it's part of their bloodstream. <sighs> Speaking of Darrell's favorite topic, Dragon Ball Z got mentioned. Fuck you. And uh, we're, that's all we're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Attack on Titan and Dragon Ball Z, most requested shows. I wish they would actually say what the other requested shows are instead of just a long string of Dragon Ball Zs, but, well, what you You get? know Kill the Kill's on there. Because boobies. Ha-ha. You just stole bitch! You got boobies, boobies, booty, and spiral power. I'm just saying. I'm trying to remember if there was anything else. No, I think yeah. we're done with the Q&A. Yeah, it was kind of a weak Q&A, like I said. Right. So, I think so that's Jim, important. you had some stuff to talk about Anime Boston. Yes, me and Zach are going to collaborate on this. Aren't we, Zach? Yes. Exactly. So, um, Anime Boston is a go. And it's not just going to be me this year, unlike last year. It's going to be myself, Jose, and then Zach and Steve Yurko are going to be there from yes, the One Piece podcast. Yeah. Yep, because um, uh, Zach and well, I think only Steve was there last year for the uh, One Piece podcast panel. Yeah, it's been running. Uh, Anime Boston was that a, was it in May last year? Yes, was it was. It, yeah, it was Memorial that, Day weekend last year. It just tends to either run against final exams for me or mm-hmm. the bar exam or whatever the hell is going on at the time. But I am I, done with all that. Uh, I no longer have a life. No, um, <laughs> I have a very different type of life. So uh, I'm going to be able to go and uh, Jose is coming to and Steve's coming to and we're going to uh, premiere one. The One Piece podcast goes to Japan. Yes, you heard that right. We've been talking about it on our Twitter feeds. But in case you're one of those very foolish people who doesn't have a Twitter and doesn't follow us, we are saying it right here, right now. We can say this concretely that. The One Piece podcast goes to Japan, a project that we have been teasing and teasing and teasing. And that Jose has been working on, and that's the that's the main reason he's not here at the moment. Um, exactly. It's okay. He's our slave now. <laughs> no, no. no, no he's our slave. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jose's our slave. Jose, I hope you're gouging your eyes out right now. I thought you were in his basement. Uh, I escaped from his basement. But... And then you put him into his own basement? No, yeah, he brought. He bought the property that the basement was in. So. <laughs> it's a it's a complicated situation about these basements. I can see that being a complicated legal slash illegal situation. Yes. Well, last time we was playing bands when Jose had me in his basement. 
But yes, uh, the world premiere of the One Piece podcast goes to Japan in association with Funimation Entertainment will be happening on Friday afternoon in Panel C at the Heinz Convention Center in Boston, Massachusetts. C for cognac. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so Jose's been working incredibly hard on this. Uh, The trailer's out actually right now at uh, youtube.com slash Funimation. You can check that out. Just search the One Piece podcast goes to Japan. You'll find it. It's gotten over, I think, 18,000 views at this point, so we're very happy uh, about the response it's been getting. Uh, Jose has been working at all hours of the night and the morning and the day uh, to to get this done. and again, as as Jim said, it's going to be there Friday um, at uh, 3 p.m. Friday, March 21st, in Panel C, which is a big room. Make sure to come. We'll all be there. We'll have uh, some. I think we'll have some stuff to give away too. If not there, then at our panel, which will be that Saturday. Um, Same so, room, right? No, it's in a different room. It's going to be in. 306 I think it's uh 306 maybe I would I check know. your schedules uh but yes. it's it's Saturday night at 5 p.m. This stuff uh, so is uh, yep this uh schedule also is subject to change ahead of the convention but usually with stuff like this when you're booked for large rooms like that um usually it doesn't um usually it ends up not changing or anything like that but um panel C is one of the larger ballrooms it's on the third floor of the Heinz Convention Center and um, it's also um, it's also a nice and spacious room. So there's going to be plenty of room for you guys in there. Um, for uh, comparison, uh, last year in one of those uh, ballrooms, because they have three uh, large ballrooms adjacent to each other on the third floor, um, I believe the Sword Art Online dub premiere was on either panel A or panel B, and they had enough space to... Um, and uh, they filled it up it's a so it's a rather large uh, ballroom and i really hope that we uh that we get a lot of people in there barring something catastrophic it's going to be myself zach jose and uh if he if he's not busy then steve yurko will be there no steve yurko will definitely be at the premiere okay um yeah okay so um yeah so it's going to be the four of us and um we're also going to be pressed for the convention. Uh, we're going to be pretty busy, but if you see us around, uh, don't um, do not hesitate to say hello because uh, we'll be around. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be in my neck of the woods. These are my stomping grounds on Boylston Street. So, so uh, that's pretty much it for uh, Anime Boston. Uh, we'll have more details on uh, what we're going to be doing regarding press uh, as we get closer to the convention. Uh, I haven't gotten anything yet on. Uh, you know, applications on who to do for uh, press uh, panels or anything like that. So um, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch with that. But if you want a listing of which guests are confirmed for Anime Boston, just go to AnimeBoston.com, go to the guests tab, and uh, yeah, they should have that all taken care of. Start formulating your questions now for uh, whatever people you might have you might uh, want us to do for the press panels. All right. That should do it for the news. Yep. Our topic this week is discussing a little bit about Blue Exorcist, and it was recently announced that Neon Alley was going to make some big changes. Uh, The connection there is because Blue Exorcist premiered on Neon Alley. The dub did. 
Mm-hmm. And now Toonami is getting it. And that probably won't be the last show to do that, seeing as Neon Alley's linear stream is going bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And they are integrating into Hulu+. Plus, and the good news is the shows on there will be free. The bad news is we have no idea exactly how much of these shows will be available at what time. But they're essentially promising there should be full seasons available of the dubs, mm-hmm. which is something that people have wanted for a while now. So, you know, yep, it's, uh, it's mostly good news unless you really like the linear feed. And I just heard people complain about the linear feed not being satisfied with the schedule. So... Well, they don't really... Well, actually, for any thoughts about that, uh, we should reference uh, Jose's Neon Alley reviews. Um, His more recent one, because that's actually applicable to what Neon Alley is now. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, here's actually a little something cool. Um, Neon Alley is going to be free on the website. If you want to watch Neon Alley uh, anywhere else, like on your your system, on your video game systems, on TVs, on your set-top box... That's what you're going to need Hulu Plus for. Yes, but the good news is that Hulu Plus is the same price as Neon Alley right now. Actually, uh, is it six ninety nine or seven ninety nine a month for Hulu Plus? I don't oh, remember. Man, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's it, they, it's pretty much around roughly the, the same price. All those services are pretty much the same price. Yeah, um, Hulu Plus is roughly the same price. So, um, and if you um, are already a subscriber to Neon Alley, they will give you uh, two months oh, free. Two months. Two months. Yep, that's that's you, a good deal. Yes, so do not uh, get rid of your Neon Alley subscription. Also, do once... not get rid of it because you can't sign up again. So Right, you can't sign up for it again because it's going away next week. Because that March 1st is when they migrate from... April 1st. The, uh... Oh, it's April 1st? Oh, okay, my mistake. And no, so, yeah, that's uh... not a joke! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us stress, it's not yeah. a joke. Yes, uh, April 1st is when they migrate from Neon Alley to uh, Hulu Plus. And um, I believe this has said that they are going to try and get, like, I think they're going to open up a lot more of their catalog to put on uh, Hulu Plus. And the thing about it is that with Hulu, it's going to allow them to air more stuff. That's the that's what they think. Um, they're still going to do the dub premieres. Uh, I believe they're also going to do uh, some sub stuff um, yes, all of uh, the that sub anime that is offered on Viz Anime, which is also mm-hmm. all the stuff that's just on Hulu from mm-hmm. Viz, that'll all be integrated over to the new Neon Alley website. Right, exactly. So now, all I of you saying, oh, Neon Alley just plays dubs, I want the sub. There you go. Right. <laughs> no the fact remains is- that... And uh, with Neon Alley being completely free, again, I can't stress this enough, this is only via the website on your computer. If you want to watch it anywhere else, you have to get the Hulu Plus uh, stuff. Yeah, so bummer if you don't want Hulu Plus if you want to watch it on your TV. Mm -hmm. But you get it in HD that way. It's going to be in HD on your computer, though, too. So if you have a computer with an HD display, then good for you. Yes, that's the BS. That's... um, so those What's are the changes the... coming to Neon Alley, and it leaves to question uh, not what will happen to Viz Show so much, but will their third parties still be uh, handled by Neon Alley? Well, I think we might have to evaluate this on a case-by-case basis sketch. Um, the I thing agree. about um, 
Viz, uh, think about Funimation is that they're everywhere, anywhere and everywhere. And they think that their belief is that um, the more places we are in, the more outlets we have, the better for us, because that means there's more places for us to discover uh, us to be discovered rather. Absolutely. So, so, um, you know, Funimation, more places. Exactly. Um, Funimation has been, um, you know, they've kind of been doing their own thing with uh, EVS and stuff like that. Although a lot of their show is already linked to Hulu Plus. So why? I don't know. <laughs> the fact well, it's because that... Hulu isn't available in Canada. Ah, okay. And right. Neon Alley is also addressing that. They will not, uh, they will have to come up with something else for the Canadian watchers. Right. They said they're working on that. Uh, I believe that was in their uh, FAQ for mm-hmm. the... Um, it was. For... Yeah, for uh, the new Neon Alley. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a case-by-case basis. Funimation, the more they believe, the more stuff they have, the better. As for um, Anaplex, uh, they're somewhat similar with that. Um, like, they have their own Anaplex channel. I believe they've partnered up with Daisuke. This is where yes. I kind of wish we had Jose, because uh, he knows all this stuff off the top right. of his head. Yeah, um, Anaplex is one of the contributors to Daisuke. And they mm-hmm. have their own YouTube channel. And they actually do have some dubs up on Hulu. On it. Mm. But they're just the Bushy Road series. Right. So stuff like uh, Sword Vanguard Art. and uh, uh, Catfight. I mean, Cardfight. Cardfight. I can't help but call I can't help but call it Catfight Vanguard. I don't know why. Probably because that was how I started. Cardfight Vanguard <laughs> and Buddy Fight. What's the mm. other one called? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Fight. Um, That's part of the Yeah. Name. Yeah, um, Anaplex's reach is mostly on Crunchyroll, but I think I've said this before, is that Anaplex is in a very unique situation when it comes to how they're positioned and how their business model works, because they're vertically integrated. Just about everything they have is, uh, you know, in the Anaplex uh, Sony subsidiary system, because A1 Pictures animates a lot of stuff for Anaplex Japan, which is then sent to Anaplex USA. And Anaplex USA will air it on the Anaplex channel. You know, or uh, here, a lot of times, they'll also... They're pretty well invested into Crunchyroll and Daisuke and other places like that. Uh, so uh, the thing is, recently, they haven't been shy about putting stuff on uh, Neon Alley because they've already got... Uh, Blue That's Exorcist where the dubs are going. There. Yeah, they've already got uh, Madoka Magica, uh, Blue Exorcist, and Fate Zero on there. And I think they might have another couple forthcoming, especially with how um, Anapl- how um, yeah, Neon Alley's moving to all on demand. Yeah. So it does um, make you wonder how they're going to handle future dub premieres of Magi, as mm-hmm. well as other future Anaplex shows. Right. Anaplex seems to be trying to toe the line because uh, you know Sword Art isn't on Neon Alley at all. It was a no. Toonami exclusive. Though I do think it may end up on Neon Alley, or at least I thought it would have if Neon Alley's linear stream continued. Right. Well, who's to say it's not going to be there on demand either? You know, because they're it still going to have the. Be. Here's something to keep in mind: is that um, for on de- for the catch up, they have rolling uh, episodes and stuff like that. They you know change like every week. They come up with new episodes and they have new stuff that you can put on that uh, is for every show. Excuse me. Um, 
like for example uh you know fate zero gets four new like uh ranma gets four new well two new episodes every week yeah and then other shows will get you know like three or four something like that you know same difference and some get Um, only one some get only one yes and those are usually your really really new shows like for example magi um Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all depends on. Uh, I think um, Anaplex is trying to toe the line a bit between, um, you know, putting stuff on Neon Alley and then wanting to have stuff on Tsunami. And, what we've generally uh, heard from pretty much every distributor is we want shows on TV as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I, it's a little bit more complicated with TV because, like Jason has said, you know, it's all about can we get the deal we want can we get uh, can we get it cheap enough do we like it and you and know this that it's gotta else. be mutually beneficial for all parties and sometimes you just can't do that exactly it's a little tougher with tv because you got time slots to deal with whereas w- if with on demand it's just like hey you wanna, hey you want to be on our thing sure how much okay and so on demand I'm, and is probably... also cheaper than television right which you know that's probably why that's why on demand has been uh you know, as popular as it has been, I would like to think. Uh, so, who knows? I so, mean, Anap- honestly, Anap- not Flex- much has changed. Mm-hmm. Just the format in which Neon Alley will be uploading their episodes. It's not exactly. going to be linear anymore. It's going to all be on demand. And mm-hmm. whether or not that means more or less dub premieres remains to be seen. Right. The fact, yeah, and the fact remains that these anime companies primary concern though is still getting you to watch it by any means necessary is tsunami a great uh thing for it yes is tsunami uh, tsunami is what people want to shoot for you know like tsunami is the major leagues because it's on tv and stuff like that uh but they're not averse to putting stuff on hulu plus especially um if they feel they can't air it on tsunami because you know tsunami's still pretty um shall we is still very um you know, as much as we I, I all should... adore Toonami, we have to admit the fact that it's on late on a Saturday night. Yep, and it's also got a pretty, uh, it's got a narrow focus, is that it's about action shows. Uh, you're not going to see the shows that could potentially run on Neon Alley are not action shows. Right, and not to mention, there's a lot of stuff out there that you might want to see on Toonami, but it won't either. It'll won't fit the format. The guys upstairs don't like it. Or they, um, or they just don't have any time slots available. Because once we get Black Lagoon in, we're not going to have any time slots available for about another good uh, 20 weeks. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot of give at this point, especially because they decided to run Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood again. Exactly. Well, they're going to run that until they really can't anymore. So, yeah, 3.30 in the, 3.30 in the morning uh, on a Sunday morning, like, what else are they going to put there? You know, so, yeah, I don't think this is going to I don't think this new Neon Alley is going to really um, do affect things too much. It's pro, it's still going to primarily be populated by Viz shows. I am and a lot more concerned that Viz is not going to dub as many shows now that they don't have that linear stream anymore. Well, they the thing is, you have to remember that when a show is dubbed whether it's on tv or not if it's dubbed it's going to have a potentially greater reach than something that isn't that is just subbed that you see what true. i'm saying because when you dub something it means you know yeah, a lot of people you got to weigh the cost off. between 
is this worth dubbing? Will that much? Will there be that many more people interested if it's in English? Mm-hmm. And that's always and, the balance that you got to do with every show, basically. Exactly. And some so. are given. They're going to dub Naruto Shippuden. That's obvious. Yeah. They're going to dub Naruto Shippuden. Anybody worried about them choices. stopping dubbing Naruto Shippuden? you got to be kidding me. Tremendously some successful. Other... Yes, it is. Dude, I have Naruto choices. headbands. <laughs> and then the you got some other choices. It's like, wait, they dubbed this? Like, you know, Lagrange, The Flower of Rinne, which was a great series. I'm glad they dubbed it. But, like, you know, it's not going to be a mainstream series. It never will be. So, you know, that's, that's See, I that's think, that's the kind of show that I'm surprised about. that they dubbed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I try not to be surprised that they dub something unless it's a really wordy series, like for example, uh, that you think might not be dubbed, or is a series that is too culturally, uh, too divided on cultural lines. Like for example, um, I, I know this isn't Viz we're talking about, but the Monogatari series, uh, you know, Bake Nisei Monogatari right. Katana Guitar. That would be tremendously difficult to dub as we... It's, I've dismissed it as impossible to dub because I've watched a few episodes of uh, Bakemonogatari and it is Im- I've dismissed it as impossible to dub. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that other one too, Jim, that we love so much. <laughs> yeah, that one... It, the thing is, you know, you get a lot of stuff that's really wordy and you can't do it. And, you know, that's another thing we're talking about. It's like, not only can you not dub it, but you also can't put it on TV because, you know, as Jason has said... People, a lot of people will change the channel. I'm assuming 90% of people will change the channel if they see subs. Exactly. In other words, people don't like to read their anime. Exactly. Well, a lot of people don't. So especially I don't late mind. at night. Yeah, <laughs> that makes and it even harder. Like drinking too. <laughs> I'm no. tired. I don't feel like actually doing work. I came home to not have to read. I was reviewing those TPS reports all day, and then they told me to put the cover sheets on them. I don't want to read another single word. Subs, what the hell's this? It's like, hold on, I'm halfway drunk. What? What are these words on the screen, and why don't I understand what they're saying? (laughs) Wait, in other words, I think when I'm drunk, my language switches over. If you want subtitled shows, there is a huge selection for free on the internet legally so you really you don't need that on Toonami Daisuke, exactly. Crunchyroll I think um, we're getting but the meat of this discussion was actually supposed to be about Blue Exorcist so we will probably have to revisit that next week but uh, what are your thoughts on Blue Exorcist so far? Awesome <laughs> I really enjoyed the first episode it's my first time seeing it um, it's a good fit yeah. I'm actually enjoying it. I actually, I'll be honest, I did fall asleep um, Saturday due to being heavily medicated. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen Blue Exorcist before, and I'm so glad it's on Toonami, and I think it's going to do quite well. Is it going to do better than Sword Art? I don't know. I tend Uh, to not think so. I tend to not think so, because it doesn't have the rabid fan base that Sword Art does. I hope it does, because it's a much better show. (laughs) Well, you know, since Ren is... He is the son of the devil. Everybody's has a devil for a son. Yes. Enough of the musical numbers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a solid first episode. It gave a nice uh, introduction to the whole world and the characters. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. the badass version of Little Nicky. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
He ain't I, no I George feel like it, it, it's Hellboy meets Harry Potter with a unfortunate amount of Kikaishi thrown in. I've never seen Kikaishi, so. Kikaishi was cool, man. Kits, Mitts, and all the other good stuff. And then we're going to just say Expectum Patronum. I'm seeing a lot of people say that this show is overly generic and paint by the numbers. And what I've seen of episodes beyond the first one, I've seen some on Neon Alley, like uh, kind of in the middle of the show. And it was very Pokemon-ish to me. Not in the sense Why that there that were bad. not not in the sense that there were monsters, but in the sense that we go somewhere, we deal with a problem. Uh, there's usually some character that we meet for the very first time in that episode, and there's also a lot of school-related stuff going on. Mm. So, it I kind of feel like this show is gonna start off really interesting and then kind of taper off. Some yeah. As long as it doesn't crash and burn, that's all I care about. Well, it's uh, it's in Weekly Shonen Jump, so I mean, it's probably it's probably kind of that kind of archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that makes four shows in a show. row that are that are in uh, at least American Weekly Shonen Jump. I don't think it's in yeah, Jap- Japanese Weekly. Jump. I think it's actually a monthly or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. It's I think it was like FMA was except D. Gray Man. Another yeah. About yeah. Exorcism. Yeah, I think um, I know Blue Exorcist was in Shonen Jump. Uh, the thing is, I think it was only like a monthly or something like it was that. One of those things that they do. Yeah. So. From the same company, though. Yeah, sure. Viz labels it Shonen Jump Advance. Ooh, Advance. Shonen and Jump Advance. Am I correct does that mean in I get saying that the first episode of this show does not really fall in line with the first chapter of the manga? Well, this is also um, it, this isn't a shot-for-shot adaptation like a lot of Shonen Jump uh, adaptations okay, are. Okay, yeah, I figured. Because um, you know, there's um, the thing is, Blue Exorcist only was 25 episodes in its anime run, mm. despite being pretty pretty darn successful. And then they had the movie, which was also pretty darn successful. We'll see. So, uh, uh, you know, it sounds like a response has been positive so far, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, luck. response for us doing talkbacks for it have, has been mixed, so we may not actually do any substantial talkbacks for it, but if anything of interest comes up within the show, we'll probably talk about it, because technically mm-hmm. we didn't do Sword Art Online talkbacks, yet we did. I can't believe I'm mentioning Sword Art Online already. So, no, we get people who say, uh, I like Sword Art Online. We get people I who like say, it. I don't like Sword Art Online. The people who like Sword Art Online attack those who don't like Sword Art Online. And then we also ha- then we have a war in our Toonami talkbacks, and we don't like that. Yeah, so, you know. But, you know. So you know what? They're going to like what they like and don't My like My favorite people are like the ones who don't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the majority of fight people are fight sensible club. and just don't even talk the majority like of our plus. listeners do not respond, and that's okay. Yep. We're fine with that. <laughs> hey, if you ain't got nothing nice, don't say anything at all. Oh, that Quit is using thumpers true. Also, now, now, you, now you got me concerned. So, <laughs> the so, people are just being polite. <laughs> I oh, think no. we're tapped out on Blue Exorcist for now, though, aren't we? Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like we should revisit that after we've seen a couple of episodes. But Yeah, there's now, not a lot to say it's, about uh, uh, Blue it's, Exorcist right now. It's the new freshness, and check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, first episode, you really just can't really get a real grasp of what it's going to be about so much, unless you've already seen it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. next week's going to be some nightmare fuel, though, so fair warning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get get ready. This show's about the son of Satan. Expect some demons. Little Nicky. 
Yeah. All right, I'm imagining well. Rin played by Adam Sandler. <laughs> no! I'm more, no! I'm more imagining this is a spinoff of Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. Oh, so, yeah, that's... Oh, man. That, <laughs> Rin, Son of the Devil. Exactly. What about Bob, God, and the Devil? I like it. Oh, God, the Devil, yeah. Bob. That was an interesting show. Yeah. <laughs> Before uh, Paul kills us, uh, we got t-shirts to say, we got t-shirts to peddle for you. Yep. Uh, t-shirts are ten dollars and they come with a free nerdcore absolution they can also do bigger and smaller sizes i believe you have to uh donate to do that and you have to email us so we know that you did it specifically (laughs) paul right yeah you gotta be sure to message paul if you're gonna donate or uh, ask about if you're gonna donate and ask about the um that's how bigger or smaller sizes I would love to see a baby in a Toonami Faithful Podcast t-shirt like, that actually fits him. That would be absolutely adorable and awesome. Dude, I was happy when I actually got Toonami Faithful Podcast t-shirts that actually feel, fit me. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for thinking about the big southern fat black man. <laughs> you said it. We didn't. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And you also get the red bubble shirts, apparently. Still. Yeah, red bubble shirts. Yeah, please Donations. donate to the site so that we can continue to cover Momocon and all the other events that, that we, we may be able to cover with some of your help. We're still doing the Jerry Gelb thing, right? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, Jerry Gelb, he needs your help because uh, he's had his surgery. It's successful, but there's still some bills to pay. So uh, you guys know the drill. If you give us uh, $25, you get to, if you donate $25 to Jerry Gelb, you uh, get to choose the topic on our podcast. $50, you can go on, you can uh, actually choose the topic and come on the show with us. $100, you get those other two things, plus you get a free voiceover from Steve Bloom, but you have to be sure to email the receipt to him. Okay? Email it to Jose. Yep, and email it, and uh, any time you do something like this, when you donate to Jerry, you need to email the receipts to Jose as well. So you can go to tinyurl.com that is tinyurl.com slash jerrygelb, J-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. That's the website, and then bam, you can uh, donate, and, and even if you can't uh, donate enough to get on the show or anything like that, Give what uh, you every can. little... Yes, every little bit helps because he's a great guy, uh, has a lot of friends that are re- that have really been uh, organizing this forum for a long time, and um, even though his surgery's been successful, it's um, there is no um, rehab costs, man. It yeah, exactly. Uh, rehab costs a lot, and there's uh, uh, the end is not yet in sight, so you got to worry about rehab and uh, other quality of life stuff for uh, Mr. Gelb there. And plus a bonus, if you do come on the podcast, I will abuse you like I do everybody else. Because that's a bonus. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like you know, I don't get to abuse Jim because he never sets himself up too much. <laughs> One day, Jim. One day, Mr. Nelson. One day, <laughs> One day Jim, you slip too, up. I'm just too nice like that. And Rate then, and uh, review uh, the oh, podcast finally. on iTunes and Podomatic and Stitcher, especially iTunes. That's still the most important one. But please do rate and review the podcast on Podomatic and Stitcher. I guess comment. the good news there, I want to I wanna say, uh, if Jose's listening, uh, I saw you guys were at number 71 in the TV and film uh, iTunes ranking this, yesterday. Woo-hoo. So that would be Sunday. So whoever's yeah. trolling saying that our ratings are going down, you're full of it! Yeah, bitch. Oh yeah, we're good. We are yeah, owning yeah. Potomatic. Potomatic oh, yeah. is our bitch. 
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. And for all of your Toonami news, at Toonami News. And also we have the Tumblr, ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. And now we're going to get out of here, starting with Zach. Where can we find you? <clears throat> well, you can find me at onepiecepodcast.com uh, or on uh, Twitter at Z-A-C-H underscore Logan, uh, L-O-G-A-N. Uh, as Jim said uh, and during the news, uh, we will be uh, at Anime Boston, Steve and I, hopefully other members of our podcast as well um this we uh we also um we do new episodes of the one piece podcast every monday uh if you're not caught up don't worry we have uh the podcast sectioned off so you could just go to the section you're caught up with so if you only are caught up with the tsunami uh anime we have a tsunami recap you could listen to that i'm sure that'll be like 15 30 minutes long plus the little extraneous things you have a whole podcast and we go for like three hours, so you could choose which hour you want to listen to. Um, yeah, but that's about it. You're probably so far ahead, it's like, oh, well, this one episode. Man, well, I don't remember this episode. <laughs> well, we're up to chapter 738, I think. Episode 634. Jeez. And to give you an idea, Toonami's, I believe, up to... I'm doing this off the top of my head. At the uh, two th- 242? Ooh, wow. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's on it's in the 240s now. I yeah, believe. so a little bit of catching up, but uh it's been a lot of fun going through these episodes. They're really good. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah, so these if you want if you want to hear excellent One Piece talk back, that's where you go. The One Piece mm-hmm. podcast at onepiecepodcast.com. Thank you, Sketch. You Somebody are welcome. Has a drink. Somebody's got to say it cuz Jose's not here. Yeah, I could have. Oh. Said. No, that's part All of the right, Toonami podcast drinking game. It is. Thank you, Darrell. Speaking yeah, of podcast drinking game, Darrell, where can they find you? You can <laughs> find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter dot com, or you can tumble with me at ukami samurai seven dot tumblr dot com. And you can email me at Darrell Maddox at toonamifaithful dot com, but you people don't do that. Scared bitches. Mm-hmm. Nope. So, uh, is it me now? Yes. No, Jim. it's the other channel. Go ahead. Okay. You can find me at zero alucard27 on Twitter, and also you can find me on Tumblr at unicentury.tumblr.com. Uh, I go in spurts on Tumblr. Whether uh, there are times when I'm on, there are times when I'm not on. So uh, this is one of those dry times. But don't be afraid to send me any message. Don't be afraid to send me a message or you know questions, whatever. Hey, I come in when you put stuff out I like. <laughs> I'm an avid fan of you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, and so, uh, uh, Caboose, you're still with us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you can check yeah. me out at, at the, the Twitter at Caboose Jr. Or you could find me plastered all over the uh, official Toonami uh, Tumblr because they reference my rips a lot. And uh, check my YouTube out at, you know, YouTube at Caboose Jr. And um, you can find me on my Tumblr sometimes. Not really. I mean, I barely go on it. But uh, I just want to address this, that I do not work for William Street. I I have to stress this a lot because people get confused. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I, could work. I wish I could work for them at some point, but I don't live anywhere near the uh, Atlanta um, area. 
Damn speed breaks. He does what he does <laughs> for the love of Toonami. I, yeah, I mean. He's also got a really badass paint job in his room. Uh, it's not paint. Tsunami. It's vinyl. Whatever it's, uh, it is, it's, it's a badass. sticker. Like, yeah, paint, vinyl, A hey, is all on the wall. It's going to be paint today. You don't correct us on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I got the latest bumps up. You know, check those out if you missed this week of Toonami. Or if you live in a different country and you can't actually watch Toonami. You can at least watch the bumps. Mm-hmm. And then Sketch, bring us home. Audio, the best way to contact me is at Sketch1984 on the Twitter. You can also tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. Ask me stupid questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And send all your comments and hate mail and what have you to my email address, sketch at tunamifaithful.com. And with that, gentlemen, I thank you for joining me. And we are out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Deuces! I like... <laughs>